right. Yeah. All right. We're 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 cooking. We're cooking with uh with fat back. All right, people. So let ooh. Okay. Didn't have that one up there. Get rid of that. All right. Um, get rid of that. This. All right, people. So we are going to be looking at another uh, Why I Left the Left. Uh, this is by Sayaga. 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 Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna try to figure out why she left. Let's look at it. Why have I abandoned the left? For one, abortion. Morally, that just doesn't align with who I am. And when I looked into President Trump and realized that he supports life, that... Okay, first off, um, <laughs> fair enough for her. I mean, the first, uh, the first why I left, one the the tory well, i like to call the tory edition um she was giving reasons to not vote for democrats but no reasons to vote for republicans and if you're someone who feels that a woman shouldn't have the final say and whether or not she's going to have a child um and that that should be done by the state the state is the arbiter of you know if she gets pregnant she has to have the child if that's your where your morals line up, fine. I mean, I know that some of some people are going to think that I'm going to, you know, bring up all these facts and statistics and and put my own spin on it. But at the end of the day, um, being pro-life because it's not really pro-life, it's pro-birth, um, is a is a personal decision. It's a personal decision. So. You know, if if one of the reasons why you're voting for Republicans are because you personally feel that abortion is is murder or doesn't align with your your personal values, that's fine. I mean, because that again, you're giving me a reason why I should vote for Republicans. It's because I personally feel that abortion is wrong. That's that's fair enough point. However, Trump is has always been for um, abortion um, or, or being pro-choice. If that's if you feel more comfortable with that um, terminology, um, until he he ran for the Republican Party. So Trump has no what's the word I'm looking for. He has no personal convictions when it comes to whether or not a woman gets an abortion or not. He doesn't he doesn't care feel really good like for once i feel like i can relate to a president and i'm not he's a billionaire he's a he's a he's a he's a white male billionaire from new york i don't know where she's from but 
you can relate to Trump. He's he's had three wives and cheated on all of them with porn stars. Like I don't. How do you relate to him? But in okay, fine. Just being fed lies about the environment, saving the world for the animals. What about people? The I don't even know how to come at this. Like, the environment is something that contains people and animals. So, if we save the environment for the animals, we, we're also saving it for people. So, I don't. You know, one of the things that amazes me is the the Western mentality when it comes to the way um, people view the world. Like in the West, we don't. We, we see ourselves as separate from nature, like m mankind is here and then like the earth is over here. And that's not the case at all. Like everything, we're all one. And I think that this kind of perspective is, isn't just something which is uh, on the right. It's just something that's throughout the West. It's just this idea of man being autonomous and, and being independent from nature. It's, it's ridiculous. Left has become more and more insane with the whole abortion um, laws. I think that they're taking it to the extreme and honestly, that scares me. Toxic. Okay. I'm not trying to do any sort of debunking here, um, but what do you mean? Um, what do you mean like they're, they're going too far with abortion laws? If, if anything, We've been going further and further to the right. Some states, literal entire states, have one uh, abortion clinic, which is on the verge of shutting down. So I don't. We since since Roe v. Wade, we've been moving rightwardly. Um, it's only recently that, like, the most left wing stance for abortion is getting rid of the Hyde Amendment, which makes it difficult for women or poor women and working class women to get abortions if they want it. Masculinity. I don't have issues with men. I don't know what they're talking about when they say toxic masculinity. Okay. Well, I mean, at least she's being honest. But the problem is, is that if you don't know what people are talking about, do some investigation, look into it. Toxic masculinity is an aspect of mas masculinity, which is basically toxic. I'll give you an example, like the idea of a man being stoic and keeping their feelings on the inside. Um, there is that great scene um, in Fences. Um, I'm gonna play a clip of it just to give you an example of what I mean. But Can I ask you a question? Hell, you got to ask me, Mr. Stewiggy, the one you got the questions for. How come you ain't never liked me? Like? Who the hell said I got to like you? What law is there say I got to like you? Want to stand up in front of my face and ask a damn fool-ass question like that? Talking about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Straighten up, goddammit. I asked you a question. What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? 
Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you're in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me, but why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day because I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Not because I like you, because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. Now, let's get this straight right here now before I go along any further. I ain't got to like you. Mr. Rand don't give me my money, come pay day cause he like me, he give it to me cause he owe me. Now I don't give you everything I got to give you, I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Now don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not, you best be making sure they're doing right by you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Then get the hell out of my face and get on down to that A&P. Basically, in that clip, like the father isn't—he's—he's he's putting forward um, responsibility, but there's no love. There's no unconditional love coming from him, and the father is actually put off by it. Um, this is this is toxic masculinity. Another thing, as I said before, about being stoic, hiding your feelings, like not crying or whatever. This is toxic masculinity because it teaches men that, you know, if you are cry, if you're crying or if you show your vulnerability, that's bad. You always have to put on this air of being invincible, being, you know, quote unquote strong. But there is strength in crying too, and it's actually healthier to cry. And when men bottle up their, their emotions that way, the only way that they can vent, society tells them that that it's, it's uh, acceptable way for them to vent is by, you know, acting out physically. You know, a lot of men who you know engage in domestic abuse or they're just quick to anger, they're not men who feel comfortable with having more healthy, more productive ways of letting out that that energy. You know, society puts them in this sort of, um, in this corner. And that's toxic masculinity. There's also toxic femininity. This idea that women can hit men or women can, can engage in being physical because they do less damage. You know, ideally, I mean, not ideally, the way the world should be, well, I guess that, that is ideally, um, is that there, no one should be hitting anyone. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you shouldn't hit, anyone but there are women out there who feel like they can for example you know burn your car key your car burn your clothes and and just be abusive either emotionally um uh, uh verbally without recourse and that's toxic femininity like you you can't do just because you're a woman doesn't give you the right to to be verbally physically uh emotionally abusive to anyone and same goes as if you're a man because last time i checked there's a lot of women out here who are 
portraying themselves as these evil, hateful women who don't like men. That's not me. I, I love men. I love my father. I love my brothers. If I supported something that was against men, I wouldn't be doing anything good for my family in general. Like, brothers. Hello, I have plenty of brothers, plenty of male friends, plenty of just men in general around me. So how are they toxic? Please explain to me because last time I checked... Again, yeah. Toxic masculinity isn't the all of masculinity itself. It's a aspect of masculinity which is unhealthy. Unhealthy for society, unhealthy for, for people who aren't men, and also unhealthy for men. It's a toxic nature of masculinity. That that's that's what we're talking about. They've always had my back. Traditional values, family values. I feel like Trump cares a lot about family values. He's always preaching about that, and from what I can see, he's doing things to help bring families together. But the left? No, they're not. Freedom and independence. I want to be free. I don't like restrictions. I don't like my Second Amendment rights being taken away. Have you ever shot a gun? It's not that serious. I mean, yes, you should take it seriously, but we need those. We not. Okay, so there are at least three groups that are left wing that are pro-gun. Like this whole idea of the left being anti-Second Amendment is another one of these right-wing propaganda things. So for example, um, uh, the Socialist Rifle Association, okay? That's that's if you're a hard lefty. Then you, if you um, are, if you, if you want a left-wing group which is pro-black, then there's the Huey P. Newton um, gun club. And then the third one is um, liberals, what is it? What is it? Liberals, liberals, liberal gun club. Yeah, liberal gun club is, uh, is a gun owners group composed of people with left of center political views. So if you don't want to go that hard, um, you know, with the Socialist Rifle Association or the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, you can um, you can go to the the Liberal Gun Club. So this idea that <sighs> there's so much propaganda out there, man. Not only is it fun, but it's there to protect you, and you could travel to any country and look at history and see what happens to them when okay another thing second amendment it's not something which is uniquely in america um the right to own firearms and guns there are many countries where you can do that of course there are other instances throughout history which she, she's talking about uh when people took guns away usually when people start confiscating people's guns um you know atrocities happen <laughs> such as uh nazis hitler who's right wing by the way and their guns when the things that they use to protect protect themselves are taken away 
I just, I'm not going to vote for something that goes against things that I use. Doesn't make any sense. I Again, gun control, such as saying like, hey, if you have schizophrenia and, and it's been signed off by a doctor, you can't own a gun because, you know, you have schizophrenia. Like, or if you um, are, like, in, I believe in some states, if you're a felon, if, if you commit, like, huge horrendous acts you can't own a firearm legally so you know these are just basic common sense regulations to make sure that the right people such as herself or if you're watching this video yourself is able to get your hand on a gun without it falling into the wrong hands basically a feminist um well i guess i still am a feminist but i I'm not considered the the typical feminist of today. The feminists today seem to be very extreme, and they put out a lot of hate towards other people. And they're so quick to yell at the whole toxic masculinity thing. I don't really. That's it's just just keep it away from me. That's all. Just <laughs> I okay. I mean, you you don't know what it is. And I think that's another, that's like a really right wing trait, character trait to have is that when you're confronted with new information that is foreign to you, the first natural reaction is to push it away. You know, like, for example, when it comes to like gender identity or sex or those things, you know, like the trans community, that's a new foreign thing. And instead of calming yourself down sitting down and learning about it and then after you've learned about it figuring out whether or not you oppose it the natural knee-jerk reaction of someone who is not necessarily a right-winger but um because this is a this is a character trait um is to when there's something new to just react by pushing it away and that's what she's doing right here she she admitted that she doesn't know what toxic masculinity is and she admits that she's a feminist in the sense that she wants to strive for equality uh, with women and men. Um, but then she, you know, she talks about the the the, the pink dyed college um, student who's screaming, you know, at some cis white man, and that's not that's just a character caricature. It's just a stereotype. So, I mean, those people exist, but that's not the vast majority of, of, of feminists. Discrimination. Okay, so I've been getting a lot, a lot, a lot of hate on social media, especially Facebook. Discrimination. I've been getting a lot on social media, especially Facebook, um, for not hating the president i don't understand this one because if i'm not on the same team as them they are quick to call me a race traitor a coon and lots of other really nasty negative names if i don't agree with them okay if okay but what don't you agree with our president is trying to do good for our country why would i go against that People have this notion on Facebook that just because I'm black, 
I should hate the president. I'm sorry, but to me, that doesn't make sense. I'm not going to hate someone just because of my skin color. No, thank you. Okay, so it's not because you're black. It's because as a black person, you should have basic information of who Donald Trump is. So for most black people, they are quite aware of Trump's past. So it's very clear that she isn't familiar with Trump at all. Uh, she, she hasn't done the research. So there's a Vox article that lists all of Trump's um, racist remarks, okay? Okay, so the title of this is Donald Trump's Long History of Racism from 1970s to 2020. They regularly update this, but the history of Trump's racism starts all the way back in 1973 when the Department of Justice under the Nixon administration, out of all administrations, sued the Trump Management Corporation for violating Fair Housing Act. So basically, the, the Trump um, company or whatever, they were turning, turning away um, people who, black people who could afford the housing there. They were discriminating. They would say that, oh, it's full when they actually had room for people. And so if you had really good credit, if you had the money, they would just turn you away simply because you're black. And they were able to have evidence of this. And, you know, I mean, it's official. This isn't like an opinion like, oh, well, he's not right. No, like by the Department of Justice, by the Nixon administration, they found that Trump is discriminating against black people, okay? In the 1980s, Kip Brown, a former employee at Trump's castle, um, accused another one of Trump's businesses of discrimination. When Donald and Ivana came to the casino, the bosses would order all the black people off the floor. It was the 80s, I was a teenager, but I remember it. They put us all in the back. And, and so now this is hearsay, but then there's gonna be another um, instance of this, and I'll show it soon. 1989, a controversial case characterizing as a modern-day lynching of four black teenagers and one Latino teenager, the Central Park Five. Okay. Um, Donald Trump, even to this day, has never apologized for it. He took out a full-page ad um, saying that they should bring back the death penalty to kill these um, five young men. Um, also, when we're talking about lynching, many people think that lynching is when you just, it's like the same as hanging. No, lynching is when a mob of people, or, you know, not even, it doesn't have to be a large mob, but a group of people um, take an individual and they kill them without uh, going to, to court. Okay, so for example, the George Floyd would be seen as a lynching, um, uh, an example of modern day lynching, because you kill this man for, for no reason. You just killed him. Okay, so this is um, an instance of that. This happened in 1989, 1991, a book on um, John O'Donnell, former president of the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. Atlantic City quoted Trump's criticism of black accountants. Black guys counting my money, I hate it. The only people I want counting my money are the short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. And then if you think that John O'Donnell's case um, 
is is anecdotal like or or like maybe he's lying um in a 1997 playboy interview um trump confirmed that yeah that's probably something that he would say in 1992, remember what I said earlier back in the 80s where they would order all the black people off the floor? The Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino had to pay a $200,000 fine because it transferred black and women dealers off the tables to accommodate a big-time gambler's prejudices. 1993, in congressional testimony, Trump said that some Native American reservations operating casinos shouldn't be allowed to because they don't look like Indians to me. 2000, in opposition to a casino proposed by St. Regis Mohawk Tribe, which he saw as a financial threat to his casinos in Atlantic City, Trump ran um, a series of ads suggesting that the tribe had a record of criminality, which is well documented. In 2004, season two of Apprentice, Trump fired Kevin Allen, a black contestant, for being overeducated. 2005, Trump publicly pitched that what was essentially the apprentice white people versus black people. Okay. Uh, 2010, there was a huge national controversy over the Ground Zero Mosque, a proposal to build a Muslim community center in lower Manhattan near the site of 9-11 attacks. Trump opposed the project, calling it insensitive and offered to buy out one of the investors in the project. Um, well, somebody's blowing this up. Somebody's blowing up buildings and somebody's doing a lot of stuff. This is when he was referring to um, the Muslims. Um, let's see, 2011, Trump, uh, Trump played a huge role in pushing false rumors that Obama, the country's first black president, was not born in, um, in America. Uh, let's see, 2011, while Trump suggested that Obama wasn't born in the United States, he argued that maybe Obama wasn't a good enough student to have gotten the Columbia or Harvard Law School and demanded Obama release his university transcripts. In 2015, he called, you know, Mexicans rapists. Uh, let's see. And also in 2015, as a candidate, he wanted to ban all Muslims from entering the, the United States. It's not necessarily racist, but it is... Um, it's, it's racist because when we think of a typical um, Muslim, we think of someone who's Arabic. So it's, it's racist in that regards. Uh, let's see. 2016, um, he suggested that a lot of Muslims, 1.6 billion Muslims, that the majority of them hated the U.S. Uh, let's see. I mean, like, it, it, it goes on and on and on. Like, I... <sighs> I mean, shithole countries, he called the Chinese virus, uh, the Kung Flu virus. Uh, you can go on and on and on. Trump reportedly said that in 2017, the people who came to the US from Haiti all have AIDS. I mean, it, 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 he, there's an entire history stretching all the way back to the 70s of Trump being racist. So what people are saying is, is that as a black person, you know, most black people know this. Apparently she doesn't know this, so that's why. <laughs> Media and entertainment. Um, I do not like watching the news, but I will just to see what's going on every once in a while. And every time I get on the news, if I watch TV, I'm seeing a lot of negative 
comments and hate being thrown back and forth, um, especially towards the president, and that disturbs me. You know, they're saying he's such a bad guy, but it seems like who are the bad guys. If you are all this is literally after he wanted to ban all Muslims and called Mexicans rapists. This is this is bizarre. This is like why why do people hate him? It's like come on. I mean, like you're watching the news. Like I I don't I I do get it that after he was elected, they the media really wanted Trump to be presidential. Like they really wanted him to put the makeup on back on the pig. And Trump refused. He made a mockery of our institutions and all that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't really care. Um, actually, I kind of. I kind of dug that that version of Trump because um, he really helped radicalize a lot of people to seeing the sort of like false. Um, what is it called? Just like the, the 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 mask of you know liberty and democracy and all that, like Trump really sort of jokerified um, the U.S. government. But recently he he's been been uh, recently he's been more um, kind of kind of fashy. So of course recently I haven't dug it, but I don't know. I feel I, she's she is really giving me like normie vibes. She seems like a really nice person. I I know if she had more information, she would not hold these views. Um, but but and this is what I what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of people who are on the far left, like Vosh, they just don't they don't see these kinds of people. They don't interact with these kinds of people. Like everyone Vosh interacts with has some kind of awareness politically, you know, whether or not they, they do have a political compass, you know, like there are those like ANCAPs who, who use everyone outside of that, that fourth quadrant as being basically a communist or whatever like that, or like a status or whatever. But um, there are other people who are just lost in the sauce and they just feed into a lot of the right-wing propaganda because it's just, it's just out there. They produce so much of it and they're just able to, you know, advertise for it. Like Abby Shapiro. I mean, like before, you know, all these like ads for, for Abby Shapiro, I didn't even know Ben had a sister. About doing the right thing for the children, for the world. Why are you so bitter? Why are you so negative? The big switch. Finding out that it was a myth that the parties switch sides. Democrats. Okay. I, this is what I'm saying. She is, she's totally like a normie. She doesn't know, but let's, let's do this. Um, so we're going to, we're going to quickly debunk this. It doesn't take that long. Okay. So you, you see this right here, right here. Watch this. We're gonna go back one election cycle. It's all, it's all blue. Let's, let's go back another election cycle. There we go. All right, so let's, let's. There we go. And then bam. And what happened? Why did this solid block of blue 
turn red? Well, it's because of the Civil Rights Act. Once Democrats align themselves with protecting the voting rights of black people, the people in the South that were doing a lot of voter suppression and preventing black people by doing poll taxes and also um, giving them quizzes to see like how much of the constitution they know and if they know it by heart, um, they were pissed off because now black people get to have a say. And so they voted uh, against the Democratic Party in this election cycle. It, it's, and then, um, let's go again. Boom, boom, boom. George Wallace, um, he was, the reason why it, it didn't turn red, which it would have, is because George Wallace is a big time bigot. And so, you know, he was basically like, he was all for segregation and he wanted to keep segregation forever. So yeah, that's the flip. That's the flip that happened. I mean, it's it's not a conspiracy. I mean, it's not a conspiracy. Like you can see it. Like, let's try one more time. So here it is right here. And boom, blue, red. You know, when, when, when we talk about parties, people, people vote for what seems like our material interests, things that jive well with them. They'll, they'll vote. It, it doesn't really matter. People, people aren't like this whole idea of being like loyal to Democrats or Republicans. It's a new phenomenon. Like people didn't look at political parties like sports teams. They looked at them as vehicles that will provide them with a, a material stake or interest. Like, how are you going to help me? How are you going to put forward my, my agenda? Okay. For the left, we're saying that Republicans were the ones who were racist. But come to find out, the parties never even switched sides. Democrats are the true racists. They were the ones from the beginning to hate against blacks. Again, she's talking about white Southerners. And they went from voting Democrat to voting Republican. Like, I can understand her sentiment if, you know, politicians were basically immortal, they couldn't die, and people just kept voting them in over and over and over again. I can understand that. But the people who are Democratic, uh, people who are Democrats a long time ago versus Republicans, they have the same views, okay? They both come from the South, they both love the Confederacy, and they're both for keeping um, small government uh, blacks. In all honesty, I have nothing against liberals. I can be very liberal at times. I feel like I still am, but... See, this is exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to voting for neoliberals. Because when you do it, when you're in the mix, when you understand, when you have a political compass, and you understand where you stand in comparison to people who are also politically aware, you have to understand you are no longer a normal person. You are no longer the average American walking around in America. 
because most of my life I never really thought about it. I I had a very um simple view of both the Republicans and the um Republicans and the Democrats. That's what I had. I had a really simple view of it. I didn't think about it systemically. I didn't think about I didn't follow it as as much. Um and if you're the average person, if you're a normie, you are way more likely to encounter right-wing propaganda than you are left-wing propaganda. Left-wing propaganda is not, it's gonna be on the internet and you have to look for it. Like, I'll give you a good example. I'm gonna um, shoot some clips to you of right-wing propaganda in the media. And I'm, when I'm talking about media, I'm not talking about news media, I'm talking about like um, Hollywood, right-wing narratives, uh, things that are complete lies that are in the media, that it's just fed to you and you don't even think about it. Okay, what's this? We are putting up a wall to protect ourselves from them. Don't you think that's a little extreme? It's the judgment of the honor board to separate those who cheat. Share. Hey, we all said it at the same time. I'm hungry. What is happening to us? Whoa. We don't want to become like them. We'd rather remain a free society of individuals instead of whatever the heck that was. But isn't the best part of a free society the fact that it allows its people to consider all beliefs? Yeah, but I want my friends back, Mr. Matthews. Can you fix this? You know, I graded your recent exams. Mr. Fryer, 100%. You get an A. Mr. Babineau, 100%. You get an A. Ms. Hart, Ms. Matthews, Farkle, 100%. You get a C. What? We get a what's that you say now? get a hundred percent and get a seat because when you get everything right but you don't do it yourselves it makes you average a divided by three is a c look at you you're all the same you're average you're common communism this is why it felt people didn't want to all be the same without incentive there's no motivation Without motivation, there's no advancement. In a truly free society, we share the best parts of ourselves without cheating. There's five of us. Uh. <laughs> I know, it's not a perfect match, but it's hardly the sorest thumb in the room. Not the chair. What the hell are you wearing? Oh, Che Guevara? Yeah, viva la revolucion, am I right? You are wrong. Do you have any idea? I got this. Do you have any idea? Kids, relax. Do you have any idea what this come mierda did? Grew an awesome beard and modeled for t-shirts? <laughs> First of all, he wasn't even Cuban. He was Castro's right-hand man. He burned books, he banned music, he personally oversaw execution squads, he was a mass murderer. He has a cool hat. It's like if you walked into a Jewish home wearing a Hitler shirt. 
or into Taylor Swift's home wearing a Kanye shirt. Oh, my God. You guys, I am so sorry. I had no idea. So she's a liberal, and I, 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 I fully believe that she's a liberal, but she doesn't not, she doesn't know. She just sat here and said how she believes that the, the political switch that happened, the political realignment, which is if you are in political science and you recognize political science, like it happened. And she's sitting here saying how she doesn't believe that it happened. So she is someone who would, who it would be, I would say would be center, a centrist, you know, someone who, if they had all the information would be maybe at best a, um, like, yeah, a centrist. Yeah. Cent yeah just right down the middle, you know? Um, but she just doesn't have the information and she's working off of what she gets passively and a lot of information that's out there passively it's it's not um it's right wing because all the people who own the the, the means of production are right wing so um anyway i am not the type of liberal that's being portrayed today that's not who i am and now of I course like the more i mature the more conservative i become the more i want family the more i appreciate i Family isn't anti-leftist uh, 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 at all. Um, if you look at a lot of leftist proposal pro proposals, then like, for example, universal child care, universal health care, um, universal education. So if you're poor, let's just say you're, you're an 18 year old woman and you, you live in a an area where social social economically you're prone to to get pregnant you know because of lack of access to certain contraceptive contraception and you have a right-wing core beliefs that like you know pregnancy equals life so you're pregnant so you're going to have this child you're going to carry it to term if you're able to get a free education at the college level if you your child is able to get the best health care then not only is it good for you as a mother because um for women this happened to um serena i believe serena williams or venus i, I don't know which which one but one of them almost died you know, and they are like top tier, they're famous, they're celebrity, they almost died. You know, that was big news back then. Uh, amongst black women, um, dying from childbirth is extremely high. And it's not because they're black, it's because of systemic racism. Doctors, you know, the access to healthcare and then also doctors, the way they, they view black women they're less likely to take when a black woman is is talking about her symptoms they're less likely to take it seriously and they're and so therefore black women are more likely to die from things that oh it's just oh it's just a just some bleeding it's fine you know that sort of thing um you know like if you let's just say you take abortion out of it 
and you just look at the the core of what's happening to um, black women, black children, they're being decimated. Like even even if black women were not allowed to have an abortion and they had to have kids, that means that there is less economic resources for each kid that's being born. Okay, if you if you have three or four kids and you you're dirt poor and you're working and there's no father because of other socioeconomic reasons then each of those kids are going to be more likely to fall by the wayside and you know you're not fixing the systemic issues so i feel that she is a liberal who's just given into the right-wing narratives of always showing someone who is um this dyed haired kid and you know i i, I let's just finish listening values, uh you know traditional values getting married i don't see the left trying to encourage people to get married i actually see the opposite and that to me is concerning very concerning the reason why the left isn't pushing people to get married is because we've done this before. We had shotgun weddings and they don't work out because people are getting married on the wrong basis. They're not getting married because they're devoted to one another and they realize that they love one another. They're getting married due to social pressure. And this isn't good because children who grow up in those environments even if it's not directed at them, they're indirectly being emotionally abused because they're seeing two people who should be in a functional, loving relationship at each other's throats because of the fact that this child exists. And then for a lot of parents, whether it is purposefully or intent, uh, whether it's, it's, it's intentional or unintentional, a lot of you know parents who get married because a child is in the mix, indirectly sort of direct their spite or anger towards that child because it's like fuck if you didn't exist i wouldn't have to deal with this i wouldn't have to be with this person i wouldn't have to work all the time just to take care of you the, that fences um reference you know oh you're a responsibility you're not someone that 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 isn't an, an enriching my life and an investment and, and an opportunity to you know, engage in the human experiment of, you know, continuing humanity and, and seeing where this goes. Um, and so, be, and because of that, 70% of women don't have husbands. Here's the thing. If you continue to fall into the traditional mindset that there needs to be two people, then you're ostracizing 70% of black women. These black women, not all of them, but majority of them aren't single mothers because they want to. They're not single mothers because they're like, oh man, this is so cool. And just not, not having someone to help me who is also as emotionally and financially and invested as I am into this child. Oh, this is so great. There's no one who's like that. There are very few, you know, and also at the same time, you don't want to rob women of that that option you know not every woman is a every woman or every man or whatever is 
you know, like, I feel that this idea of a nuclear family, I mean, ideally it's great and statistically it's great, but is it for everyone? No, it's not for everyone. Not everyone should be in a, a nuclear family. People should have the freedom to be either single, be married, or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's what's work. It's what's, what is healthy, what is, um, you know, putting the child ideally as a center, you know, sort of as like, hey, let's all work together and, 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 and show, give the child an opportunity of being able to look at um, two adults, being able to disagree respectfully, love one another, um, work out issues peacefully. You know, I feel there is so much opportunity in that. And I feel like you're limiting yourself if you just limit yourself to just this Western old norm of just the mother and father. You know, you can have a more village mentality. You can have like, okay, well, plenty of husbands, plenty of, of wives. I mean, it, it, whatever shows that like, hey, you know, we can work together and having good role models, whether they be male, female, whatever, you know? I don't really like labels. They do scare me. But if you want to label me a conservative, then I'm not ashamed of that. These are just the reasons why I left the left. And I'm proud to say I'm an American, unlike them. So if you like this video, please like, comment, and subscribe to my channel. I would like to continue making more videos like this because they are very interesting to me and I do have a lot to say. I tried to keep this video short and simple. So hopefully I will see you guys next time. See ya. Yeah, she she seems like a, a nice person. She just seems very confused. Um I... let's let's stop that. She she seems very confused. Um she seems that she's given into the sort of right wing narrative of the left. Because here's the thing, the left in America is actually very small. Most people are too busy working and taking care of their families. Um so you know, uh one thing that I can say is that I'm really happy that she gave me a reason for voting for Republicans. Now, I don't agree with that. I'm, I'm pro-choice. Personally, my personal life, I'm pro-life. I don't, if, if I'm with someone intimately and uh, I'm really picky with, with my partners, my sexual partners. And if I if I'm with someone, then I in the back of my mind I always say like, okay, if worst case scenario they get pregnant, then like, what's my situation? That's me. So in that scenario, and I've been in that scenario, if they are like, hey, what's going on? Then I'm like, first of all, fully support whatever the woman decides. She wants to keep it, great. She doesn't want to keep it. I, I will support her through the transition and at the same time, I will not like hold it against her or anything like that. Why? Because it is her body. It's her decision. That's how I, I, I strongly feel about that. Um, and I have more views on it, I don't, but I, this video, I don't want this video to be too long, but my point is, is that, um, that's me. Like, for example, I don't smoke, but 
I'm not going to pass laws that make smoking illegal. You know, I, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not going to pass laws that prevent people from being able to access alcohol. I don't own a gun, but I am adamantly pro second amendment. I believe like everyone in my family owns guns. I would never ever want to take their gun away from them and I will fight, I will march, I will do whatever I can to support people in their right to own guns. So I, like I said, I am a libertarian socialist in that regard as sort of, I believe that the best way to protect everyone's rights is as a group. We work together as a tribe to ensure our survival and our rights as individuals. That's, if, if I had to summarize myself, that would be it. So with her, I'm really happy that she was able to express herself and that she was able to talk about like, hey, these are the reasons why I'm for voting for the Republicans. Um, but most of the other things outside of abortion that she talked about had nothing at all to do with even Democrats or the left. It was all of these caricatures and these um, stereotypes of what being left is. So this is actually better than the Tory one. The Tory one was just basically reasons why not to vote for Democrats, but not any reasons for Republicans. This one is, is actually better. She actually gave at least one reason to vote Republican. If you, if you really feel morally that abortion is wrong and you're a one issue voter, go for it. Um, but if you are second amendment, there are three groups at least that I know of personally who are left wing, who are also um, Second Amendment. It's a liberal, um, I can't remember what the name is, the liberal gun group, and then um, the Huey P. Newton Gun Club and the Socialist Rifle, uh, Rifle Association. Those are three right uh, left-wing groups that are for the Second Amendment. So this idea of people who are on the left who want to take away guns, I've asked right-wingers, they haven't been able to supply me any sources at all on this. Um, at, they haven't been able to supply me with any um, sources on this at all. Any material that they do cite, it's always like a straw man. Like for example, everyone talks about Beto O'Rourke. Beto was only talking about AR-15 and he said it. We will take your AR-15. Why the AR-15 in particular? Because it's used in massacres. It's using gun massacres. So um, if, if, if I am a governor or whatever state representative and I say, I'm going to ban stock cars on public roads, that doesn't mean that I'm against cars. It just means that stock cars on the road is not conducive for traffic it kills a lot of people um and i feel that like i don't know anyway that's all i have to say i saw this so um it, it's better than the tory one um i'm gonna probably look at more in the future we'll see all right thank you